Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Heavy metal. The way it was meant to be. Classic 80s Underground. Live on blogtalkradio.com, the Heavy Metal Mayhem Radio Show. With your host, Mike the Big Cheese.
Welcome back to the Heavy Metal Mayhem Radio Show. I usually don't give you two songs in a row to start off, but I was interviewing Andy Dearest from Halloween, and it ran a little late into the start of this show, and it was a waste of time because when the show started, it stopped my Skype recording, and the interview went to crap. So 25 minutes of a great interview, and I can't even air it now. Uh, this is why I hate pre-recorded things. I prefer to have guests on live, so sometimes you have to. All right, well, I'll get Andy back, and we'll have that interview. He's supposed to be on next week's show, but we'll uh, we'll get him back on live another time when he can do it. But right now, it's all about the year in metal 
1999, the end of probably the worst decade for classic hard rock and heavy metal. And it all comes to an end. Well, we know it came to an end now, but back then we didn't think it would ever end. And uh, a year or so later, you know, the scene started to pick up again. And a lot of bands in Europe were picking up on the classic power metal sound from the 80s. And they were bringing it back slowly but surely. Uh, but 1999 saw quite a few bands from the 80s, try to get back together with the original lineups or the classic lineups to put albums out. But I think it was a little too early and it just wasn't working for a lot of bands. And we started off today's show with Metal Church and that was from the masterpiece record, Sleeps with Thunder. David Wayne was back in the fold. Uh, and I have to tell you, I really, as much as I love David Wayne, one of my favorite singers, I really didn't care for this album at all. And even looking back on it today, maybe there's one or two songs that, you know, kind of do it for me. Uh, for some reason, his voice did not sound right on this record. It was very nasally and high-pitched. I don't know if that was done with the mixing or in the recording process, because it doesn't normally sound that way. But I just didn't care for the record at the time. But they attempted it. It didn't work. I wish they would have tried it years and years ago. You know, before Mike Howe joined the band. I'm not saying anything bad about Mike Howe. I actually enjoyed quite a few of those records. And after that, we had Merciful Fate with Burn in Hell. That comes off the last record the band put out in 19... That was, 1990 was the last record the band put out. The, number, the album was number nine. Look at that. whole tongue tie there. <laughs> the record nine in 1999 was the band's last record. And we've heard nothing from Merciful Fate really since then. I mean, they did that little reunion thing at the Metallica show with a few of the members, and they re-recorded some songs uh, for some video games. But this is the time, in my opinion. I mean, you know, King Diamond, you know, he, he's recuperating from the heart attack. He's doing better now. He's done a couple of shows. But he says it's not really worth touring because he wants to take out his full stage show, and it's just so cost prohibitive that he won't do it. So maybe this is the time they get the guys of Merciful Fate back together and go out on a tour. I think it would do gangbusters. I mean, we're just dying to see that. I mean, I don't know what else to say. But uh, do it, guys. Get back together before one of you aren't around anymore. You know what I'm saying? All right, next up, from 1999, Testament, Three Days of Darkness. Let's go. 
know it's a bitch when you go to take a piss and your dick smells like bad pussy but you ain't had none lately Ooh, ammonia balls have I <laughs> All right, Wasp, that comes off the Hell Dorado from 1999, Damnation Angels. And right before that, like I said, we had Testament with Three Days of Darkness. And at that point in time, I mean, that came off the Gathering record. For that year and a few years before that, the band was getting more and more into, like, the death metal sound. Because that was growing at the time. I mean, the band Death actually, you know, ended in 1999. But, uh, you know, it was growing the death metal scene. They tried to kind of get into that. And that was the problem with the 90s. That a lot of bands that tried to survive kind of, no, they tried to adapt to whatever was going on. Didn't matter what kind of music was happening, if it was popular and somewhere in the rock or metal genre. Bands were jumping on that wagon, just trying to, like, you know, stay relevant or even just keep afloat. You know, that's what happened back then. All right, what else came out that year? I mean, we can't get all the songs on. Uh, Stradivarius had the Chosen Ones out. Uh, Sodom with Code Red. And like I said, a lot of those European power metal bands like Stradivarius and uh, Sonata Artica, they were like bringing back that classic 80s sound in their own way. You know, I wasn't a big fan of that music back then. I, I like it a lot more now, but uh, it kind of helped, you know, revitalize the scene. Rage had Ghost. Uh, let me see. Motorhead, everything louder than everyone else. That was a live record the band put out. Metallica had S&M. We won't play anything off of that record. <laughs> God forbid. And there was quite a few other things that came out. We'll get to that as we go along. And like I said, a lot of bands were getting back together or reuniting and trying to put the classic lineups and it just wasn't working at the time. And another band that did that was Quiet Riot. They had gotten their original lineup back, well, the classic lineup from the Mental Health Days back together for Live and Well. And uh, they put that album out and it just didn't go anywhere because it was just a rough time for metal still in the 90s. But it does get better. But off that record, here's Overworked and Underpaid. Give me- 
I'd hope that everything worth doing is worth overdoing record. Pretty made when angels cry. And we're going to send it out to Leslie, a dear old friend of the show, and a really good friend of Tommy's. They grew up together. He passed away this week. Way too young. Such a tragedy. So we're sending out that song in today's show to Leslie and his family. All right, like I said before, that had quite right. Overworked and underpaid off the Alive and Well record. And I really liked that record when it came out because it, it kind of harkened back to the old days of Quiet Riot. It was just a great album. But like I said, it was just wasn't the right time for it. And nothing really happened with that album. It didn't really bring the band back. It didn't matter what any band did in the late 90s from the 80s. Nothing was going to bring them back at that time. But it was a solid record. There were a couple of reworked uh, versions of older songs on there that I really liked. All right, let me see. What else was going on in 1999? You know, there were so many bands out that I didn't, I'm not really a fan of this type of music, like Slipknot and Seven Dust and Romstein and Napalm Death and, uh, you know, Mortification and My Dying Bride. Those were the kind of bands that were infiltrating the sound waves of the 90s, the late 90s especially, as well as that rap rock shit like, you know, uh, I don't want to say Limp Bizkit and all those other crappy bands. You know, I'm a traditional 80s guy and that was the kind of music I loved. So I was glad that there were still bands that were keeping it alive and keeping it going until the comeback that we've had today. I mean, it'll never be like the 80s, but at least these bands are back. They're playing live. They're putting out records again. And it's more for the love of it because we all know they're not making any money. But uh, back in uh, 1999, Tommy Lee left Motley Crue. It was all over for him. Uh, Blaze Bailey left Iron Maiden. I guess it was kind of asked to leave because uh, Bruce Dickinson came back, and uh, so did Adrian Smith. And that year, uh, the ex-Megadeth drummer, Gar Samuelson, from the beginning of the band, he died of love failure. He was 41 years old, too. Another very young guy. You know, it's a shame when stuff like that happens, but, you know, when you abuse your body the way a lot of these people did, you can't expect anything else, you know? But Megadeth were back that year with a new record called Risk. It really wasn't a popular record with a lot of the fans, and I, even until today, I still don't really care for the record. I think I just liked it a little bit more than the latest Megadeth record that came out, but back in the day, I didn't really care for it, and that kind of ended my love affair with Megadeth for a lot of years. It was only until we Recently, I started getting back into them again, but off that record, here's Crush Him. <laughs>
Overkill, I Am Fear off the Necro Shine record from what year? 1999, like all the music on today's show. And Overkill, they tweaked their sound a little bit, you know, at that point in time also to kind of fit into what was going on around them. And that was a very bass-heavy record, especially since there were two guitar players on the album. They were, Overkill were a five-piece band at that time with our good friend Joe Como playing second guitar. So uh, 2014, there will be a new Overkill record, and they've been so consistent with putting out records every, you know, two or three years, and the last two have been phenomenal, so I'm not expecting any less from the newer one, and maybe we'll have some of the guys on in the band when they're out there doing promo for the album. I would love to get D.D. Verney on the show. We've had Bobby on the show once or twice before and other members, but Dave was on the show, but I would love to talk to D.D., so hopefully we'll make that happen with this album. All right, let me see. Thanks to all these bands for keeping the metal going that year, but, you know, the metal meister Udo Dirk Schneider gave us Holy in 1999, keeping the tradition going, and off that record, here's Thunder in the Tower.
that. I want to thank everybody for listening today. We have enough time for one more tune. Don't forget to tune in Sunday night with my guest, Carl Kennedy of the Rods, and the entire band of Hearst Power will be calling in for a new Arizona metal band. So don't forget to tune in this Sunday night at 6 p.m. Let's wrap things up with some angel dust off the Bleed record. Here's Black Rain. Take care, everybody. See you Sunday night.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.